I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Andy, let it be known that I am a math genius. You that, really that, are. That I got it right. That the answer to the question zero minus negative three is three. That according to Google. So... What else do you, you want? To know? You were correct. The minuses cancel each other out. Yeah. If and what helped was what Emily said, right? If I have zero dollars in my bank, but I take away three dollars of debt, I now have three dollars, right? Apparently, I don't know. Apparently, but I've got, I got it right. <laughs> the important part of this is Travis was right. Yes. <laughs> the rest of it is really just details. Yeah. Because in my head, I'm thinking, okay. If you're taking away the minus three from the zero, you're just getting yourself back to zero. <laughs> Look, I would have believed that, too. Yeah. There, there's nothing that I wouldn't have believed well, you were in right. this scenario. I you was right. right. Uh, Dave writes, they have a little bit of extra dust, a little bit of that extra dust. Dude, you sound like a Coke dealer telling someone about a new product you're pushing. No, just goldfish. Just just Pepperidge Farm goldfish, which are great with the Why extra guys judging. I was going to say, Dave. Ever had let the me, pizza let me goldfish? Live my life. I'm a traditionalist. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had They're those. fine. They're like more tomato okay. Like, you know, like, but I'm flavor blasted all the way, original orange packet. I can like house a whole bag of that easily. They're so good. Yeah, they're good. They're, so they're salty. Good. They're cheesy and salty. I Who doesn't like that? I love goldfish. Who does not like that? Um, Bobo, you posted another picture of Bobo. Just, just to kind of reset really quickly. Um, we were talking, Andy's dog had some, um, GI distress, yes. shall we say, in mm. the house. And, uh, we got on the subject that Bobo is often called handsome. Yes, he is. And you and your wife kind of landed on, you know, Bobo looks a little bit like James Garner. Yes. We- and the weirdest part of all, he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> So what's the new pick? Uh, my wife was upset. She texted me because I, I showed her the Twitter thread. Uh, she was upset, A, because she thought we sounded like crazy dog people comparing Bobo to James Garner, to which I said, not if you look at the responses. <laughs> not if you look at the responses. But B, she was upset because she thought I should have used a better picture. <laughs> and to her credit, the picture that she sent to me that I retweeted at Cam Brothers is actually... Better in terms of just showing off his handsomeness. It actually is a better picture. Did you send it back out again? Yes, I did. At uh, Cam Brothers. I will, uh, I'll double check. Like I, I like what you picked. It looks, it looks lovely. I think my daughter Posed. actually took it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not? Bobo is a is a handsome boy, and we can leave it I at think that. He's like salt and pepper yeah. hair, too. I love it. Distinguished. Little, yeah, exactly. Distinguished. He's so got a like, character. Like, the people are correct. He's handsome. I'm getting a lot of suggestions on anniversary gifts from the people. Like, for instance... Um, Perry. Perry tweets this in the Travis Lee fan community, which I greatly appreciate, Perry. Nice Tiffany necklace would be good. Yes, it would, Perry, <laughs> but I'm not made out of cougar ants, so that's really not a, an option in the uh, Travis um, world. I, I need something that's more thoughtful than expensive. Susan actually strikes me as somebody who, I've only met her one time, but the way you've talked about her, she seems like somebody who would actually be kind of put off 
by you spending that much on the anniversary. Yeah, it would not. It would be like, why did you do? Not not in a bad way, right. but you really didn't. Not in that. Oh, why? You know, you really didn't have to. Let me put it on and wear it. It, it would be like, why did you didn't have to do that? It would be a sincere Is this returnable. Why, yeah, you know, this could pay for two semesters of school. You you understand that, right? That. Do you do that thing where no matter what it is you have to pay for, where you convert it into the thing that is preoccupied with your finances at any point? Like Always. that's that's a third of a rent payment. That's a third of a tuition payment. Always. <laughs> everything. I see everything. What is your current unit of currency right now? Because for me, it's about San Diego State tuition. Everything, a dinner, a bottle of wine, a gift, tank of gas, is a portion of a tuition well, payment. Well, I've given up on the idea of sending my daughter to college. <laughs> like That's just simply not happening. <laughs> Um, I tend to think of it in terms of bills like rent is, you know, like rent housing, stuff like that. That's too big. Like, cause mo- most, I sort of think of that as like the big thing, but usually I think of it in terms of, well, that's an internet bill, <laughs> right? Like, well, that's a car payment. Like well, that sort like, of thing. If you're hourly, you're like, okay, this dinner was four right. hours yes. of work. Or yes, yes. that's a very good way yeah. of doing it. Yep. It's do I want this bottle of wine or the lights on? Right. right. <laughs> I think a lot we about convert. Like, that's a month of work. Oh. That's a month of my working life on Th- this one. Day. That's that's let's stop talking about mm-hmm. that. That's that's bumming me out. Uh, Jimmy writes extra baked Cheez-Its is the correct cheese cracker snack. Those are good too. Yeah, they are good. Look, can can we just all agree that anything that is fried slash baked that has copious amounts of salt and crunches is a wonderful thing to eat. Cheez Its are good. Yeah, they're great. Cheez Its are very. There's good. really no discernible difference between a Cheez It and a Goldfish. They're just in different. One's a square with a hole, and the other one's a Goldfish. I'm going to flavor blasted too. I, I'm going to disagree. I don't think that a cheddar Goldfish and a Cheez It taste exactly the same. Like I know exactly. If you gave Cheez-Its me, Cheez Its are more burnt. Yeah, yeah. There's a. There's they're, a they're more the cheese. It's more burnt. Yes, cheese. It is more burnt. I think the there's a tanginess. Cooked. There's a tanginess to the cheese that there isn't there in a goldfish. I really think there's only one way to decide. Well, let's go get a box of both. <laughs> okay, but here's right? the problem. You might have it in the kitchen. Some cheese. It's in the kitchen. Yeah. All right. The problem is though, you got to make sure we're delivering this in a way that the shape. doesn't You got to crush them away. into like yeah. dust and uh, take a spoonful like, like of cocaine each one. dust. <laughs> As that one guy thought. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, is that cheese it? You got you got the good cheese it on you right now. Just it. Feels like a euphemism. Was that cut with anything? <laughs> it was cut with saltines. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of baby powder, it's cut with saltines and what else? I, I don't know. Man. Don't they cut drugs with laxatives? That Isn't that sh- a thing they? That was do? all shake. Man. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> What are you trying to pass some Ritz off on me? But you you know you you think I don't know Ritz when you hand it to me? What do I look like a sucker? This get this will get you killed, man. We have more, th- look, we're gonna do. We've got our Gleek movie. Yeah. Now we're gonna do baking uh, a Breaking Bad. We'll call it Breaking Bad or ba- Baking Brad. I can't even say it. You know what I'm going? Baking for. Bad. Thank you. Well, that's what we're gonna call baking it, and bad. it's gonna be set in Safeway, mm-hmm. and we're gonna deal. Cracker dust out the back. I like that. Did you guys ha- ever have the ideas. knockoff uh, of goldfish that was the cheese, the, the whales from Stouffer's? I don't think so. So no. it's like essentially it, it's like whale Stouffer's. Anyway, they, they sucked. 
They were terrible. And I think there is maybe something in the baking of it that makes the goldfish so good. More salt. <laughs> Just more hit, it, salt. hit it with more salt. Put a little more whatever whatever chemical is in there that makes dust. it taste so good. Just let it rip. All right. Right now it's time for our weekend preview presented by Stat Hero, the daily fantasy app that focuses on player lineups, not Vegas lines. Sign up at StatHero.com. Use the promo code 710 for a 100% deposit match. That's promo code 710. Stat Hero, reshaping the future of daily fantasy. Visit StatHero.com for details. Um, our weekend preview, Dodgers and the Padres. I- I don't have a ton of schadenfreude in my life when it comes to other teams. I just want my teams to do well. There's exceptions, Angels. But there there are – if the Padres miss the playoffs this week, they play the Dodgers nine times starting on Friday, nine times over the last month of the season, they could have basically given away everything they ever had or will have and still miss the playoffs. What a catastrophe that would be. Yeah, I mean, Soto obviously has played well. But... He's been fine. The rest of the guys they brought in have not performed, and then you've got Tatis unavailable. He didn't even get his shoulder fixed yet because he's got what, – what was the, the next thing he's got now? He's got strep throat, so they didn't want to perform the surgery yes. because he's got strep throat. I, I don't know what the throat and the he's shoulder – games to take up. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not – I didn't pass anatomy, but I don't think the throat and the shoulder are connected. I could, if I could be wrong. If you're sick, you can't have surgery. Oh, so, like, it's like right. they don't want you throwing up for some reason in surgery, all that stuff. So, I mean, yeah. I, strep throat sucks. Like, it's terrible to have. But, like, is that really sick for the purposes I, of surgery? I have no idea. Like, I know, like, they don't want you to aspirate and all that stuff with right. the eating. But they can do it, right? Like, if you have a heart attack and they need to perform a bypass. Hey, you had a sandwich an hour ago. Or just, he's, he's a goner. Hey, I mean, you, you've got can, a heart attack, but I didn't make sure. You don't you don't have any strep, do you? <laughs> Can't open you Sir, up. Uh, yeah, I had, um, had a bag of chips at the turn. Uh, looks like you're going to die. Mm. I, mean, I think they can they can make some exceptions. Uh, all right, so the Clippers, um, it, here's what it is. Coaches, execs, and scouts uh, were, were asked questions about a variety of different things. Best offseason, worst offseason, best championship odds, conference odds, et cetera, et cetera. The Clippers did very well in this poll. Again, it's coaches, executives, and scouts. Um, the Clippers got eight votes. By far the most. Next closest was three, the Phoenix Suns. Clippers got eight. The Warriors, the defending champs, only got three. They also got the most votes for NBA champs. They're at five. Milwaukee and Boston are both at four along the way. What what do they see, know, believe that they have not seen with their own two eyes? Because the Clippers have never been an NBA championship favorite like this before. Actually, that's not true. The year the Lakers won the championship, if memory serves, the Clippers were more heavily favored to win the championship than the Lakers were. With the odds? I think so. Or certainly, they were pretty, if nothing else, the difference was negligible. And I know heading into the playoffs, heading into the bubble, the Clippers had more expectations to win that championship than the Lakers. So is this the residue of that, that they finally got their guy, namely Kawhi Leonard, is back? Paul George is presumably healthy, that he's ready to go. And they've put together a really functional supporting cast beyond the two megastars. Look, on paper, that's a hell of a roster. It is like 9 to 10 legit deep. You've got, like you said, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, two top 15 at worst players, if they're both healthy, both two-way players, and that matters a lot. And then you look at the supporting cast with Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris and 
Luke Kennard and Vitsa Zubats and Nick Batum. And if you are optimistic, John Wall, I need to see what John Wall looks like before I played in forever. He has not played in forever. He's had a lot of health issues along the way. I need to see it. But they're a roster that is legit nine to ten deep that really makes sense with each other and complements each other well. They've got a great coach in Ty Lu. He's one of the best mm-hmm. in the league, period, full stop. There's a lot to like about the Clippers. There's a lot you need to see because the, those two guys, Kawhi and Paul George, have not been regularly healthy in a long time. I, I get that there were extenuating circumstances. You go back to the bubble season, and the bubble – I think the Lakers benefited greatly from the bubble just because of the age of LeBron James and Anthony Davis's perpetual health problems that that rest allowed yeah. them. And it didn't seem that the being sequestered the way that all the players were weighed on them the way it did. That's on other where people. being a really, really close team yes. helped them a lot. Yes. And, and they, it kind of sent the Clippers in a different direction. Paul George talked about how he struggled in there. Um, that that was the time that we saw them mostly whole. But it was a weird deal that Doc Rivers was probably the leader of that group. But you could tell that there were the reports that came out after that were Doc was kind of letting Kawhi set the tone. That, that, that the rest of the guys, like, we don't know if we're doing it until Kawhi decides whether he wants to do it or not. That's the question that I have with the Clippers. Because with the Lakers, the, despite the fact that the Lakers do not have the roster that the, the Clippers do, that the Lakers are not a championship-caliber team as currently constructed, there's no question how it functions. It functions the way LeBron wants it to function, that LeBron is going to set the tone, LeBron is going to be the, 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 the bellwether of whatever it is that they're doing. Who's that guy on the Clippers? It's not Kawhi, because he, it's just not who he is. Kawhi, and I'm trying not to find a word that's – insulting he's he's peculiar he's just he's he's unusual he's he's atypical when it comes to your nba superstar i don't think he wants all the stuff and i don't think he's interested in dragging guys into his orbit paul george to me is not that guy either now he's more traditional but he's not the hey we're everybody to get that's not who's that guy there Um, because you need one every team has one In, in golden state it's steph and if it's not Steph, it's Draymond. There, right. there are guys there that set that tone. That Giannis is that guy. Jokic is that guy. Even on a bad team like Portland, it's Damon Stoudemire. Or excuse me, it's uh, at, Damian, well, Damian Stoudemire. Damian Lillard. That you know who they are. The Clippers. It's like Kawhi's their best player, but well, okay. it's my understanding, if if I'm remembering this correctly, that Kawhi's actually been organizing some off-season workouts and things like that. So he has been leading, I think, in certain respects. He's just not a big vocal leader in the same way tim duncan was not a big i'm a fun vocal guy he is a fun guy though he's a very fun guy <laughs> it's the that, laugh of a serial killer right it's there. he's he's not a leader <laughs> he's a he's a great player but i don't know if other guys are taking their cues from Kawhi well they Leonard. may they may be taking their cues from him again kind of like a tim duncan in the way of how you go about your business how you go about prepping for games, uh, film work, studying, intensity on both sides of the ball. I think there are ways you can take cues from Kawhi as long as there's somebody who can be vocal. If I had to guess, and this is purely a guess because I'm not you know, as dialed into the Clippers as I am in, into the Lakers, I wouldn't be surprised if Marcus Morris is that guy. 
if Marcus Morris is one of the vocal leaders on that team, if Reggie but what Jackson. But if, what if when he's the vocal leader, and we can continue this conversation when we come back, because there it kind of goes with one of the things that the Lakers didn't do, which I actually really like. Like, for the first time in a while, I'm like, oh, that that actually has the, the, the scent of a plan attached to it, which I really like. But the Marcus Morris thing is, is an interesting one, because if he's your guy, I wonder how Kawhi responds to that. We'll get into that next. It's Travis Lee, and he's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I'm feeling a little less um, alone, for lack of a better word. Uh, this is from Alan Sliwa's Murphy Bed, who says, Loving the opportunity cost lessons today with Trav and Andy. My wife gets mad when I tell her how much formula we could buy with the dinner recommendation she makes <laughs> when we have leftovers in the fridge. Uh, you get, Alan Sliwa's Murphy Bed, you need, to, you need to find a way to rephrase that because that makes it sound like you don't want to go to dinner with no, your wife. This is, this is one of those things you need to keep it to yourself. It's one of those things that's best left thought about, not expressed. Hey, you want to hit chilies? Well, that's two cans of formula. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that that's the best way to approach that. Well, we could. You know, it sounds nice. I'd love to spend some time, but don't we have a couple of things left over in here? Plus, we got to make. We got to swing by the store. We got to get the baby stuff. That, yeah, it, there's other ways to do that. It's, it's just it's better left inside your head, stressing you up. You know, stressing you out, eating yourself alive. Than spoken about. Do you not care if Cindy has dinner tonight or not? <laughs> You're taking food out of baby's mouth. Yeah. Um, Emily found a package of both goldfish and Cheez-Its. So we're going to do a little uh, blind taste test coming up here in a, in a little bit, Andy. we got to figure out how we want to do it exactly. But I, I think I think I'm going to know which one is which. I, the it's more I think easy. about it, it's, the, the uh, Cheez-Its are a little waxier. If, if, is that a, the right word? They have a film to them that is not... Entirely unpleasant. Well, I, I, it's it probably exists. a byproduct of what Emily and I were talking about with the toasted factor. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's a different texture altogether. Uh, also, just heard from Christopher Holmes on Twitter. Thinks Bobo looks more like Harvey Keitel. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm kind of with Christopher Holmes that Andy's dog resembles Harvey Keitel but more than Jim Garner. I well, I feel like if you put you know back in the day. 
James Garner and Harvey Keitel in a movie together and said they were brothers. I could buy it. You could buy it. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's not a a ridiculous uh, jumping off point. But I can kind of see it. (laughs) I can kind of see it. (laughs) I'd like that which celebrity your dog resembles has become a topic today. It's it's very, very exciting for me. Um, Okay, I want to go back to what we were talking about a second ago. You're talking about how, uh, forgive me, it's Marcus Morris is on the Clippers. Yes. Okay. So Markeith just signed with the Nets. Okay. So Marcus is here in L.A., and he may be the voice inside the locker room that carries the most weight. Pure guess. I I cannot say this with any real authority. That is my guess in terms of what I know about the personalities on the team. He's also been there a few years. He's a a vocal guy in general. Okay. That's my guess. I think it's an educated guess and a good one, right? What happens, though, and th- this is my concern with the Clippers, that they're the odds-on favorite to win the championship, according to executives, Vegas, all these odds. Oh, great. You need a leader on this team. And let's say it doesn't have to be your best player. It needs to be somebody that's important to what you do, but it doesn't have to. It usually is, but it doesn't have to be. What happens when, in this case, and this is hypothetical, Marcus Morris says, all right, let's, you know, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to get going. Let's make sure everybody's on the same page. Not, I'm not talking about, like, you screen him. I'm just setting the tone. And then Kawhi just wanders away and does his own thing. Because that, that feels possible. It feels that the, the reporting that I have read about the Clippers is that no one's quite sure where Kawhi is at any given time. Now, and I don't mean that, like, physically, like they don't know his location, but just kind of his state of mind and what he's thinking. And he likes this. He doesn't like this. That You're always kind of guessing where he is. I think as long as this stuff doesn't happen in moments where it matters, like if you don't know where Kawhi's head is at in terms of during a game, that matters. Or if it's an important moment during practice, that matters. If it's you just don't know where his head is at at all times, like after practice ends and guys are talking or whatever, and people are planning lunch and Kawhi's not going to be there, I don't think that matters. Like, I, I actually don't think that matters. It'd be nice if he was that galvanizing guy. But look, Kobe, you know, the, the second incarnation of Kobe's career post Shaq, where he was the unquestioned leader of that team, mm-hmm. those teams, I should say, everybody took their cues from Kobe. Right. And Kobe was a very vocal leader. Very those- vocal leader and, and probably a very difficult teammate to have, but there was never any ambiguity on what he, his expectations were. No, absolutely. Which, even if the bar is set ridiculously high, okay, I, I know what I'm think, being asked here's of. the thing, to be fair to Kobe. But if I don't even know what you're asking me, well, but here's it's the thing, a weird though. deal. I don't think there's ambiguity about what Kawhi's expectations are. I think Kawhi expects to compete at a really high level because whenever – He's been available. He's competed at extremely high levels. No question about it. And guys around him have responded well. But those other teams that he's been on and and he's been the best player on finals teams, right? Multiple-time MVP. But the... To win a championship in anything, you the, to your point, does it matter a lot? Probably not, but we're talking thin slices. Difference in a game here or there and winning that. Because you look at the San Antonio teams that he was on, Tim Duncan was running the show. right? Tim Duncan was the guy. In Toronto, Kyle Lowry was the guy. He wasn't the best player, but everybody understood that Kyle Lowry is the guy that's going to kind of set the tone. There, it needs to be clear who that person is. And the other guys kind of need to fall into it. 
And I don't know if he's either of those two things, the leader or the I'll fall into it. Well, guy. I think he is a fall into a guy because he's I think he sets a tone with his preparation. I think he sets a tone with the way that he plays. You know, he's he's accountable on both ends. When he plays, no, it's never a play thing with him. He's fantastic. But I, but I think that stuff can matter. Again, like you go back to Tim Duncan. You know, he was a leader of those teams. He probably was not the most vocal leader, even though I don't think he's as quiet as Kawhi was. But like those Kobe teams I was talking about, Kobe was the one that ultimately everybody took their cues from. And I think over time, he became better at understanding his teammates and understanding how to like communicate with them and you know, relate with them in ways that would work for them as individuals. But Derek Fisher was much more of the conscience of that team and much more of the guy that I think understood everyone best. And Lamar Odom was by far the emotional leader of that team, mm. even more than Kobe. And I, you know, I covered those teams really closely. I think there are different ways to go about it. I think what really matters is, is there a vacuum of it, period? Yeah. Do you feel rudderless? Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe, right? And and that, I think, is the knock. If you look at the Clippers, it does feel rudderless Honestly, to me Honestly, it's so hard to answer this because we have not seen them at anything close to full strength, particularly with Kawhi, for so long. Well, okay, fair. However, they were nearly full strength in the bubble. And, and this was not just that Denver got hot and won three in a row. The Clippers cratered Absolutely. in that situation. They, Absolutely. They, they came unglued. Kawhi was AWOL, right? Paul George was hitting the side of the backboard in key moments. That, To your point, that whether it's a leader, whether it's a conscience, whether it's a soul, that and maybe that all three of those could be three different people, you're going to need those things in some, you know, ratio on your team. And when they had to have it, it didn't exist. And both of those guys were there. Both of those guys that that was a classic example of guys who's going to stop but that. This? Also, and the, no one could stop that it. team, though, had a lot of tension that came from Kawhi and Paul George showing up on that team. You know, before they had been like the scrappy group that got the most of their collective parts that completely overachieved with Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly and Avica Zubats. They were just all hustle and grit and determination. They became a different team when you bring in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. You've got two superstars mm -hmm. on that team. All of a sudden, though, things are going to be different in terms of how you go about doing things. Those guys are going to get certain allowances that the other guys don't get, and there was really well-documented resentment over that. I don't think that resentment exists anymore like other than Zubats there's nobody from that sort of grit and grind west version of the Clippers it's been established by now that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are the stars of this team at this point honestly I think these guys would be so excited to have them back on a regular basis <laughs> that could be I don't think they care in certain respects about this other stuff all right bunch of weird stuff happened in baseball yesterday. It had nothing to do with the games. It mostly scoreboard and a lewd axe in Toronto. I want to kind of run through the weird day in baseball coming up in just a few minutes. But coming up next, you know what we do at 1130. It is fact or cap. It's Travis Lee, and he's in for Slay on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hey guys, uh, two things before we get started. One, uh, this is from Develp Jamison on Twitter. Love he Develp. said, um, Marcus Morris, you mean the guy in Travis Rogers' dream? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you hear that story? No. You haven't heard me? I'll, I'll, we'll bring it back on the other yeah, side. Yeah, we need to talk about um, it Before we get started, you, when, when you were not here yesterday, Emily, uh, Funch had a very good Emily impression with the hey guys at the start wow. of New Factor Cap. Just I need to hear it later. Let you know. <laughs> um, and then also make sure that we sign up for our Cover 5 app using uh, in our group, uh, Travis and Sable group, using code TS22. We already have like four times as many people as we started off the day with, so we want to get on that early. Excellent. Um, so first up, we got... Uh, so this is a funch uh, suggestion. And uh, did you guys see that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio broke up with his uh, younger girlfriend Aww. because she had just turned 25? About the two greatest ago. GM of all time. <laughs> greatest GM. Well, again, this is at least my factor cap. The Lakers should look into Leonardo DiCaprio and their creation of their team. They should get away from all these veteran players uh, and go for the younger younger crop. Travis, factor cap. I'm not quite sure I understand so the question. Go, should... I do. Okay, you <laughs> go right, first. I, I think the answer is fact uh, reflected by that's what Rob Palinka did. They went all young guys. They went out of their way to replace the old guys. Get out the with veterans. Young guys. They turn 25 yes. and get all the young people. I mean, Lonnie Walker is young. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. is young. Thomas Bryant is young. You know, they brought in Juan Scano Anderson, but he's still under 30. He needs to go Sam Pressy. Just go all young. 19, 20. <laughs> 21. Like, so Leonardo DiCap- DiCaprio. So DiCaprio, he is the Sam Presti of data. Yes, <laughs> yes, he is. Yes. He is. He's collecting picks. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, he really is. He scopes it out Young for you. Oh, yeah. wow. Young He's collecting picks that he never actually is going to be around to see them mature. <laughs> no, no, nor, nor does he care. He's not no. about the championship, theoretically. It's about the... Hey, trust the process, Andy. The hunt. Trust, trust the process. The process. He, he is enjoying the process. <laughs> yeah, well, who wouldn't? All right, so uh, we've talked a lot about gifts today. So uh, you have a go-to reaction if you don't like a gift. Travis, factor cap. Uh, cap, I think. I might. I might have a tell. It could be like a poker tell that I don't realize I'm doing. <laughs> um, I'm I'm a pretty easy person to buy a gift for. I, if you give me something, I, I'm 
98% going to like what you just, and this sounds cheesy, but it, it, that you thought enough of me to get me something pleases me, okay. right? That that makes me feel good. Now, if you gave me, give, give, me, a, give me an example. Right. Give <laughs> me a bag of gravel. Or just like a, a small t-shirt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. A t-shirt that is like a passive aggressive way to call me a fatso. I would, I would probably laugh at it. I, yeah, no, I don't think that uh, I have a, a go-to. I have no tell. I'm easy. Yeah. I, I mean, really, truly easy. Do you, Emily? I think that I just, <laughs> my reaction is everything. It's like, thanks. Like, it's, I, I think I'm just. Yeah, I, that's I, I, rude, though, right? Like, you're yeah, okay yeah. with the rudeness? Like, if you open the box, you went, oh, thanks. That's like, you know, it's, get bent, Emily. <laughs> like, what, I, you know, I did help. my best. Yeah, it's something I can't help. So that's kind of what it is. Punch to you? I'll be like, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, well, that's sure. not a tell. That's literally you telling yeah. them. I don't yeah, like, I like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the sign where you touch your face. Yeah, no, right. no, thank you. It's great. That, that's not how you lose a hand in poker. <laughs> or if you only wear it when like that's that person's folding. around. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like it just, just folds. Yeah, like if I only wear it or use it when that other person's around, when I know that's going to be seen, uh, if you don't see me wearing it on my own volition or if I don't expect to see you, then that's kind of also a tell. I don't really like the gift. But anyway, so uh, this is also something that was talked about on Twitter last night by uh, John Day Fullerton of Huntington, Huntington Beach. He talked about how he cheated on his barber, and he will never do that ever again. <laughs> so you never cheat on your barber. Uh, Funch, Factor Cat. I never do. Never do. It's one of the things in life that you need. A good barber, a good mechanic, and um, something else. Good dentist. Yeah. Yep. So the mechanic, n- never, right? We've yeah, had the never, same mechanic never. in our family for literally 20 years. Or not 20 because we haven't lived down here that long. But it's been 15. Like since we found him, everything goes there. I was incredibly loyal to barbers at different points in my life. But as I've lost hair, I've become far less loyal to any. That now it is Great strictly a matter of convenience. You have an opening at the place that I happen to be nearby in that moment. You're my new barber. I do not. I, I will cheat on barbers all day long. I am my barber, yeah, and I, and I never <laughs> cheat on myself. <laughs> you know, you don't ever use your left hand. <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> Just ask her. I mean, it's like you're you're righty. I'm assuming you shave it with their hand anyway. Yeah. I, Women, I think, are just as loyal to their yeah. stylists. So for a while, I was moving around a lot, so I didn't have enough consistent haircuts in order to keep the same person around for the same amount of time. But right here in uh, L.A., I have one uh, woman I go to every time, and uh, she's great. Love her. It is odd. Like, the, the mechanic makes perfect sense, right? Because fixing your car is expensive. And the last thing you want to do is get taken to the hoop. That if you go and say, hey, listen, my car's making a weird noise, and they go, oh, it's nothing. We just This got loose, and they'll send you on the way. Or... If you don't know the guy, they, oh yeah, your flugel binder is busted. That's going to be twelve hundred bucks. I don't know, so I, I'm just so you don't you, even know if a, few, a flugel binder is a real thing. Exactly, I, I don't know any of those things. But there are things that you get oddly loyal to that really make no difference at all. I have an odd loyalty to my neighborhood grocery store. Like I will go even if I'm on the other side of town. And there's another Albertsons right where I happen to be. I'm driving to my other one. I can explain this, and I don't think it's odd. You start to memorize the aisles. You know oh, where yeah. everything is. There's a Ralph's near me that I go to all the time, even though there's another Ralph's that's maybe... They're all the same. Well, 
Yeah. The, the layout isn't all the same. That's, but that's what it is. It's the layout. The but if I'm out. just going to get a, a six-pack of Corona but, and lettuce, but I can navigate that anywhere. But nothing's going to upset <laughs> you more choices. if, for whatever reason, you can't find the beer aisle <laughs> at this other Albertsons. You know what is a... You know, it's just it, it should be illegal. You should go to prison for doing this. The beer aisle needs to be on one of the two sides. It the, that that random store that has the beer in the middle. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Why like in the back? It, it always the back is fine too, but it needs to be somewhere on the perimeter of the store. That's Savans by my house. They have the in the middle. In the middle. Why? Right in the middle. Why is it there? Why know. is it next to the, the ham slices and the cheese? But you and know and what? The though? Frozen food is like an, uh, an, on the yes. Eggs. The Ralphs it, that I go to all the time, their beer is in the middle, but I don't care because I know that's where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't my, care. In my college uh, grocery store, it was like the beer was in the middle, but the chips and like all the like snacks were in the same aisle essentially. So, like, like one half of the aisle was beer, one half of the aisle was chips. It was perfect when you're just picking up something quick for a party. Um, so next, I sent you guys this trailer for this new quote unquote movie called uh, Winnie the Pooh: uh, Blood and Honey. So it's essentially a horror horror version of the telling of Winnie the Pooh. So if you had to make a child series scary, you would make it the Hungry Hungry Caterpillar. <laughs> it's not a bad call. Travis, Patrick Cap. That's a good one. I like that. I, I would the Hungry Hungry Caterpillar would be a good one. I think Andy and I are the right person for this because we're already taking a uh cartoon from the nineteen seventies right? and turning it into like this dark turn where Zan and Jaina decide to seek vengeance on their former They've masters. Been overlooked one too many times when nobody but Aquaman showed up to Gleek's funeral. Like th- this I- I'm gonna kinda turn this a little bit. I like it when Typical feel-good things get weird, right? Mm-hmm. Get dark. That I, I like that. That, for instance, I was all in on Cobra Kai when it was a case study on Johnny Lawrence yes. being a depressive weirdo. I agree with you. That was really in, it was a funny and b kind of nostalgic. The but more it's become it about the kids, it's terrible. Right? It's not it's nearly terrible. as good anymore. Give me the guy that was on the top of the world at seventeen. Who is just down and out and at forty? Zapka's That's great. awesome. Zapka's the high life, really good. He's the only one on that show can who can actually act. It, it it makes a difference. To Emily's point, though, hungry caterpillar. Not only is that a good call, easy premise. It's a caterpillar that can't be stopped. It never <laughs> stops eating. It doesn't matter what fruit you put in front of it. It burrows straight through it, like it's the Terminator of caterpillars. You see it coming down Figaro. Yes. You can't escape it. Yes. I mean, seriously, this is how you do it. And that's I feel like really you could get call. away. They're not particularly fast. Well, <laughs> maybe this is a like, this is a mutant caterpillar, which a size of like the entire lane of a of a of a. Highway. Does it? But does it move at the speed of a caterpillar? Maybe if it's a mutant, just, it can go very fast. Just a brisk walk. I feel like I could stay. I mean, ahead that's of what it. people said about <laughs> zombies. But tell that to those stuck in the Walking Dead. What about like a Charlotte's Web where the pig goes feral and attacks people? <laughs> that could work. Let's make that. Or the spider's I'm, I'm, giant. Or the spider plays in Charlotte. Wait, Charlotte was the pig? Who was the pig? Wilbur? Charlotte, Charlotte was, was the spider. spider right? Charlotte was the spider. Was, Wilbur, was, right? Web. Charlotte's Web. Yeah, I think so. I Wilbur was the pig. Maybe Wilbur eats Charlotte. <laughs> we can could, we could work on it. We'll have to workshop this a little bit more. All right. So uh, it's cut week for um, – NFL. Uh, also, we had someone come up from the minor leagues and 
uh, get a, or get a save for the Dodgers yesterday. So if you had to be a, a, on a practice squad in any league, as in the minor leagues in baseball, G League in basketball, or practice squad in football, you would want to be on the football. Travis, Patrick, hundred percent fact. The, the that that the G League and minor league baseball are. To, to say miles apart, does it universes apart from Major League Baseball and the NBA? That it is barely as good as the college equivalents that you're talking about. Probably worse in most cases. That if you're on the baseball team at LSU, you live a better life than you do if you're on the baseball team in Tidewater, Virginia, or what? You know, it's just minor league baseball is brutal. Minor league basketball not great. Those football guys just go to practice a couple of days a week. They don't have to travel. They don't have to go anywhere. They don't have to ride on buses. That it is, and, and I was asking Kirk the other day, I think it's a relatively well-paying job. It's not NFL money like Aaron Donald, but it's a livable wage. So I, I don't think there's any comparison. How much are you getting hit though? How not much? they don't hit a ton in practice anymore. That's true. They really don't. Cause for me, the tiebreaker was going to be A, the G League is starting to pay more. Particularly if you end up like on what is it the Funchy what's it called like the the elite the G the League G elite. League yeah elite. yeah like elite. you can you can actually make a decent living or if you can manage to get yourself two way status like uh, like Scotty Pippen Jr has right now or you know not Cole, maybe Cole Swider Cole Swider might be there too uh, Caruso had it guy. before right right uh, Caruso's had it before I think Austin Re- well Austin Reeves may have had his converted but either way get yourself to two way status it's not a bad living. But if there's less hitting than I'm picturing for the practice squad of the Rams or whatever, that's your call because it feels like the least amount of work. Because, look, they don't want the the guy getting hit. Maybe they could pallet that or, or, or you know, deal with that, live with that. But the last thing you want is Jalen Ramsey bringing the thunder in practice because it puts him at risk. Yeah. Right? You're not really – they don't hit a ton. The days of we're going to put on the pads of practice every day, they're not, not very okay, often. Okay, probably for like the first – 12 or 13 weeks of the season, it's cake. But then once you start getting to the end where you figure, okay, these guys are not going to be up, that might be where they start hitting more. Yeah, maybe yeah, we're getting closer. Let's start to fine-tune some of these things along the way. All right, I owe you the uh, Marcus Morris dream story. By the way, he never Please. responded to my tweet along the way. <laughs> um, there are a lot of weird things going on around Major League Baseball, and they're all pretty awesome. And it has nothing to do with baseball. It has everything to do with people being awful to each other or in one case really nice to each other that's next i think i know it's travis lee 710 espn this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition right now get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save that's the number eight S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Um, so, you know, it does baseball games, football games, hockey, whatever. They, the scoreboard where you can send a little cheeky message to your, your buddy or whatever, your yeah. girlfriend or your wife or whatever. The Brewers have their version of that. And <laughs> on the scoreboard at the Brewers game yesterday – it is the uh, Brewers Community Foundation, and they put up a bunch of messages. For instance, this is the sort of stuff that's on there. Uh, happy birthday, Cody, from your B-Day buddy, Mel. Okay, something like that. Happy anniversary, Mike and Colleen. Uh, good luck in the big race, Scott. Okay, pretty benign content in these things. Then there was this one. Mark, your friendship means the world to me. Let's not wreck it. <laughs> Okay, so that hit the board. Christian Yelich and his Brewer teammates saw it, and they had a rallying cry in the eighth inning of their game that, let's go win one for Mark. (laughs) Okay, because they saw that he got friend-zoned in the middle of the Brewers game, and Yelich tweeted down two in the eighth. The dugout looked up, saw this, and said, let's win one for Mark. We got you, man. What? monster friend zones poor mark in the middle of a brewers game it's it's the inverse of the guy who decides it's a great idea to propose to his fiance or he wants her to be the fiance <laughs> right at the game because i can tell you there there are women who will tolerate it there are women women will say you know what in the grand scheme of things i love this man i want to be with him okay there is no woman who's hoping that's where it happens. Get proposed to at the ball game. None. I don't care if your significant other, she is a sports fanatic. Okay, let me. So, Janice Garcia, who works here with mm-hmm. us, right? Huge Yankee fan. I know this. Giant Yankee fan. If her boyfriend at some point proposed to her at Yankee Stadium, I think she might be okay with that. We should ask her. Well, but that feels like it would work out. Re- the only reason that might work is because you're turning you're turning that into an event, like going to New York, yeah. going to the Yankee game. That there's so much pomp and circumstance. <laughs> that you can almost disguise the fact that you're doing this at a totally inappropriate place. (laughs) If you are locals and you do this at your local stadium, your local (laughs) arena, I promise you she doesn't want this. Your friendship means the world to me. Let's not wreck it. Ouch. Is there any last name, too? Are many marks in the stadium? Like, oh, is this about me? uh Oh, I mean, (laughs) you better be worried. I'm pretty sure you just wrecked it. Oh, my gosh. Just by doing that. Poor Mark. Mark is not going to have to worry about the next weird thing that happened in baseball, at least not with whoever posted that message. There was video of this happened. Well, something different happened at an A's game where it appeared that a couple were enjoying each other's company. Mm -hmm. Um, This one in Toronto, same sort of situation, and the cops (laughs) removed them from the building. But what is going on where people feel that they need to express their love physically, which was the style at the time, (laughs) in the middle of the Rogers Center during a Blue Jays game? I understand. Look, sometimes the mood will strike you, and you're not expecting it, right? Something happens, and you look at each other. It's like, yep, this is about to happen. I, I, I get it. The, the 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 stairwell at the Blue Jays game? 
it feels inappropriate. Even just I'm kind of a live and let live guy. That that's not the spot. We all have our different aphrodisiac, <laughs> Travis. For some nacho of us, cheese. it's some of us. It's nacho cheese and a helmet and a nice stairwell. What is going on? That, that I, look, I, I I get it that you've probably had a couple of drinks that you are feeling you're excited to be in the company of who you're with. But can we not just make a trip to the car? Or like even that seems aggressive. Well, I mean, I'm looking up right now because I, I don't follow baseball as close as I do other leagues. Yes. Like, where are the Blue the, Jays are good. Okay, I was going to say Blue Jays are like, good. If this is a game that's <laughs> yeah, no, really Blue, significant. The Blue Jays are a good team. If this is a game that's significant and like maybe they were playing like the Rays, you know, a team that they're chasing. <laughs> right. You know, Blue Jays take the lead, it's really excited, excitement takes a different direction <laughs> who knows where the excitement flows yes exactly so to speak the sacrifice to the baseball gods just to keep it going <laughs> uh, yeah the sacrifice to the uh indecency gods if nothing else <laughs> all right so one more random little this is a quasi baseball thing another way of ending up in the pokey as it were <laughs> as it were exactly right um 20 years ago on this on, on the same day albert Poole hit a home run Venus, or excuse me, Serena Williams won her first round U.S. Open match. Vlad Guerrero Sr. homered, Craig Biggio homered, and Dante Bichette homered. Okay? Or, or got, all got hits, excuse me. They, they all had hits. Fast forward 20 years. This happened a day or two ago. Albert Pujols homered. Serena Williams won her first round U.S. Open match. Vlad Jr. got a hit. Kevin Biggio, Craig Biggio's son, got a hit. And uh, Bo Bichette, Dante Bichette's son, got a hit all in the same day. That is just bizarre beyond bizarre. That's amazing. Isn't that wild? That's legit amazing. Yeah. That, well, the Pools and Serena thing is mind-boggling, right? That these are both, that they're both still able to compete at the pinnacles of their chosen profession. These other men's children... Have, that's that's how good Serena and Albert have been. That these other guys who are all good players in their own right, their kids are doing these things now. That's unreal. Like that's really like Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln. Territory right. is that true? I think so. Oh, I've never yes, heard that's that before. True. And, and yes. the, something someone was driving a Ford. It was like uh, John F. Kennedy was in a Ford when it was happening. And Ford, Ford Theater. Yeah, Ford yeah. Theater. Yeah. Dun dun dun! Yeah, I, I saw it. I'm like, that can't be true. And then it popped That's up all amazing. over the place. Yeah. That's that is legit cool. Of all of those things, I think that Serena doing her thing still at 20 years later is the most remarkable. Because once in a blue moon, you'll get a baseball player that sits around like Albert Pools. I'm here to hit home runs. I can barely move, but I can still swing a bat. Tennis is incredibly physically demanding. <laughs> yes, it is, and and for her to still be able She's to had do that, children. Like it's, it's unreal. It's, it's almost as insane as expressing your love at the A's game <laughs> or the Blue well, Jays look, game. At the at the A's game, to be fair, the hell else are you going to do there? <laughs> well, I, and they were very alone. <laughs> no, they're not. They're There's not. No they're, them. They're, it is a major league <laughs> baseball game. I understand it's not Dodger Stadium against the Giants in a pennant race. I get that, but you're not alone. I mean, that's the whole the, point. If you're the A's, can you really risk kicking them out and having them potentially not come back? <laughs> 
Hey, can look? We got to make it look like we're kicking you out. Can you guys just <laughs> hang out? Tickets for tomorrow. Hang out the concourse for yeah, ten I minutes. Mean, every ticket go sale counts. Different se- go sit in a different section. I still feel bad for poor Mark who got uh, friend zoned on the scoreboard. Yelich felt bad for him. The Brewers felt bad for him. Not a good deal. Not a good deal. All right. Uh, I still owe you my Marcus Morris story. Uh, plus, I want to get into the move that the Lakers apparently was a bridge too far, and I like it. That's next. It's Travis Lee, and he's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.